Welcome to Machine Learning. Well, I finished up the intro to data engineering about 29% through the course and uh, thinking about uh, buying a book on machine learning. Uh, it was given a recommendation by Russin. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, a lot of uh, interest in LSTMs, uh, long short uh, term memory, as it's used with deep learning. And uh, I'd like to see if I can do some uh, image recognition, uh, looking for emotions. That's one of the things that caught my attention. Realized I didn't have a classifier that had done that. I had done a classifier for apple, oranges, and bananas uh, early in, and it kind of worked. Uh, it kind of recognized an apple. It kind of recognized when it was an orange. And uh, just not sure about, I wasn't really sure about how the um, the network layers should be set up. Whether I should have two hidden layers, uh, you know, whether I should use convolution neural nets. In this case, it was using LSTMs and putting it into one large array and then taking, you know, counting how many images I had and then multiplying that by the number of images I had and feeding that into the array, into the network, and then giving me a softmax probability of what the uh, label was, whether it was an apple, banana, or orange. And uh, wasn't terribly impressed with the results I was getting, and so I just felt like, you know, I didn't know enough about uh, how to set up the the network to get it to classify correctly. But now I'm kind of interested with emotions, if I can do that, if I can, uh, uh, if the network can recognize different types of emotions based on facial gestures. Well, um, we're entering in a time that uh, technology is really going to accelerate. Uh, it's interesting that kids were talking about Bitcoin, not particularly excited about Bitcoin. I'm not an advocate of it. Uh, I think it destroys the sovereignty of the dollar in the U.S., so I'm against that. And uh, also, uh, just you know, it just uh, is not a commodity. So all currencies are traded against each other, and so if you look at uh, Bitcoin as a form of currency, uh, you know, how does it trade against the dollar? How does it trade against the one? You know, and uh, and so what what gave it its legitimacy? It's like it just pops up out of uh, nowhere because it's just te technology driven, and uh, and it's a hard algorithm to create, and so you know it just becomes popular and uh, not particularly excited about it. But a lot of people are looking at it and thinking that's a quick way to get wealthy. And uh, they can buy the Bitcoin, let the supply and demand go up, and or the demand go up as the supply doesn't keep up. And so the price appreciates as more people uh, seek to become wealthy off Bitcoin. And uh, I don't know, to me it's like, uh, people that are trading on day trading on stock. They're not really concerned about the companies that they're buying. They're just buying on uh, price and then they're they're betting on, on direction. And uh, 
not particularly excited about that uh, line of thinking. And it's too much like trying to get a, a bigger payoff. And every time you're doing that payoff, get that payoff, you're, you're, you're patting yourself on the back for being very innovative and, and making the right calls. And, and in reality, you're, you're barely escaping the loss of that, that asset. Because that money is a real asset. And once you lose it, you can't ask for it back. So I would rather be in commodities. I, I read uh, Jim Rogers' Hot Commodities years ago. Talked to him a little bit about interest rates, the strength of the dollar. And, uh, you know, I came to conclude that, you know, the Fed was going to strengthen the dollar, and they did for a little while, and then they totally went the opposite direction. So it, w- it was counterintuitive uh, in the direction that they went. So we've had this prolonged uh, length of time where interest rates have been extremely low, which has created a, a real estate housing boom, and uh, and so construction is has been in demand, and I think engineering's in demand. So a little book of bull moves I read a long time ago, and uh, been interested in the sectors that. Uh, should be a focal point. Telecom, uh, that's becoming more prevalent, prevalent as people are communicating more. Com- the companies are communicating locally and internationally. And also the voice over internet has changed things. And, and also with COVID, we've seen the, the rise of teleconferencing uh, where large groups of people are interacting over uh, teleconferencing and so that that's changing the landscape of the role of technology as it relates to communities and people uh, sharing information um, I also kind of have been thinking a lot about uh, the direction of uh, machine learning where particular areas that I can start uh, utilizing it and you know you have to search and you have to think and ponder about it and the important thing is that you're asking questions I think fundamentally you're asking what are the questions that you want answered and then see if you have the data in the form that you need to be able to answer those questions like um, in the case example with the data engineering course, they were looking at ratings and then they were looking at uh, courses. So you had the courses were connected to the ratings and then you wanted to get an average on the ratings. And, uh, and then you connected uh, courses to users. So you found out which courses the user had taken and which courses that they hadn't taken and uh, maybe you look at the ratings on the top 10 courses and then you offer that user the courses that they haven't taken uh, from the, the top, top 10 ratings that they haven't taken. And so that, that becomes then something that they might say, oh, well, you know, look at that. This is a, something that's popular. People want to know. Lots of people are 
taken that course, I think I'll take that course. And uh, I know I've, I've been thinking about taking a course in uh, pandas. I, I've uh, had quite a few courses on pandas, learned how to do different things with uh, the data frame. And uh, I'm always running, I was all, always amazed when it comes to Pythonic programming where you're trying to escape using the loop that there's so many API or functions, built-in functions, that people know how to use that, uh, that can bypass having to, to do any uh, looping, so more Pythonic. Um, it seems kind of syntactic sugar in some ways because, yeah, maybe you do get a efficiency performance, but then you really have to understand what the API is doing, and then you have to understand, you know, what what their approach was. Sometimes they don't necessarily document what their approach was, and uh, and so it can be readability can uh, decrease. And but on the same token, it's not verbose, and so uh, you have less chance of error and. The documentation, the eight, the function, built-in function, documentation is pretty adequate on on the internet. So you can either find, uh, read the the engineering documentation on the particular parameters and the purpose of the function, or you can go and find examples. And uh, it's just it's just kind of interesting to see the uh, what the how people are, are synthesizing or, or putting together the functions to solve problems um, well one I, I noticed the other day was one where they they had a dictionary key value pair and uh, they were attempting to do a lookup on it on the dictionary, and uh, and so they did the data frame dot map, and then they passed the dictionary, and they said it worked. And I tried it, and it didn't work. And I was like, "But this code doesn't work. It's uh, you know, it's just uh, sugar, uh, black sugar, or, or white sugar. Or I I don't know, but it's a uh, it's a uh, it's just not working." And uh, uh, and so what I did is then I used the map function, passed my lookup function into as a parameter, and then uh, passed a list. And then I used that list to look up the values in the dictionary in the key value pair, and then return that back into a list, and then assign that list to the data frame column. And that worked fine. Um, I, I saw what they were trying to do. It looked like it should have worked, but it was amazing that the, that they didn't run the code to see if it really would work. And there was another case where I was looking at list within list. And in this case, what I uh, decided to use is recursion. Because really a list within a list or a nested list is a JSON tree. And you can reverse the, 
dictionary into a JSON tree to see what it looks like. Um, but what I wanted to do was like uh, two levels down and I just used recursion to check that I was at the bottom level and then at the bottom level, the leaf level, I summed the leaves up and then uh, at that node junction, I just used the parent key and then the current uh, dictionary key to do the replacement in the uh, dictionary because it was a list within a list. So basically the idea is walk the dictionaries. So there's multiple dictionary uh, within a dictionary, walk those. And then for each one of those, uh, pass down the key. So you can do uh, for key comma item in dictionary dot items. And then you can uh, pass that key down into uh, when you make your recursive call and then you do is instance to check if it's a dictionary, a list, or if it's not that, then it's a leaf. And then you pop off the stack and it evaluates it. Uh, so at the, at the list level, once you've summed up all of the leafs, then you just do the replacement uh, using the parent key, which would be the dictionary key, and then the index. Uh, into the list because it's a list of a list so you which list are you going to replace and uh, and then it replaces it so that that worked really nice and it used recursion and so it was more generic uh, and that's what I'm working for is is uh, generic solutions and uh, that I can be able to convert it from a list of uh, or uh, a nested dictionary to a JSON, and then from a JSON back to a dictionary, nested dictionary. And uh, so that reversibility is also important because uh, reversibility uh, demonstrates the robustness of, of the code. Well, until next week or next time, happy Python coding.